Hey, y'all doing all right? That's good, that's good. Thanks, Josh, appreciate you. Can I get two volunteers to pass out these uh, worksheets for me? Appreciate you, bro. I got you, I got you. Oh, oh. You know, Emily? Well, it happens, it happens. Y'all doing all right? All's well, fam, all's well. I'm excited about the opportunity to be able to deposit inside of you all lessons from my life, lessons and experiences that I've had with God and, and how to position you all to follow through with God. My title for today's discussion would be, Don't Forget God. Don't forget God. And while they pass those, I'm going to read the scripture and I'm going to pray and then I'm going to get into some points. I may not get to get to all of them, but my goal for the time that I have is to give you exactly what the Holy Spirit wants you to have. The verse that I'll be reading from is Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. The text reads, remember also your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in him. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity you've given me as a vessel to be able to pour your heart, your vision, your purpose into these young people. Lord, I know for a fact that you have called me for such a time as this to be able to encourage these young people to in this season to focus on you like never before. I sat in these chairs, God, and I know that even though the times have changed through technology, that we all go through similar things, but yet you're the one that will help us overcome them all. I pray, Father God, that as I speak these words of life, that they will permeate inside of their souls to where it won't be shaken from them to the point where they will never forget you. I pray, Father God, they'll capitalize on this moment. I pray their hearts and minds will be attentive and we counsel every demonic plot and scheme of the devil that may come against myself and these young people and all the people that are serving here. Uh, the authority of God is present and his words will be manifest in their hearts. And we thank you, Lord, for that authority and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Then we do pray. Amen. Amen. We live in a time where it can be easy to forget God. Technology has advanced beyond measure to the point that we're about time you get to Sunday and you look at your screen time on your phone, you spend hours on social media but minutes with God. Just because we have great access doesn't mean that we forget the access that, was, that a price was paid heavily for. The greatest access that we have today is with God to help us understand ourselves, to position ourselves to be purposeful. Let's get to my points because I have a lot of things I want to share for the time that I have. The problem, many young people have already forgotten their creator. They are creating a life they will soon regret. Many young people have already forgotten their creator. They are creating a life they will soon regret. Let's break this text down briefly and then I get to the rest of my points. The first word in that text is the word remember. Remember. The greatest weapon that the devil has against us all is our memories. Your memories will forever be a member of your life. 
That's why in order to ensure that you have a great Rolodex, <laughs> y'all don't even know what a Rolodex is, but to ensure that you have, see, y'all, didn't, y'all still don't know, but for you to have the ability to have great things to remember, you have to understand that your choices that you're making right now will be the tools either God used or the devil uses against you. How do you remember your past? It says, remember also your creator. I love that because it makes it personal. It says, remember your creator. The one person you should never forget is the one that formed you in your mother's womb. Your creator. He said that while you was in your mother's womb, he created you with yet with deep reverence and with deep wonder. That he fearfully made you, he wonderfully made you. But the, the, the thing that we have to remember is that the day that we were born and the day that we were saved, the devil had greater opportunity to call so many things in our lives through our choices to cripple us. Remember. Also, your creator. The next sentence, in the days of your youth. Let's keep going. Many young people have already forgotten their creator and they are creating a life they will soon regret. Next point. God wants you to be creative, but in collaboration with him. Each and every one of you all are creative. The first things that was written in the word of God was in the beginning, God what? Created. We were made in his image, therefore we are creative. The devil wants your creative ability. He wants your creative mind. He wants your creative habits. He wants you to utilize your creative creativity to fund his kingdom. That's why you can't forget God. Because the moment that you forget God, you will begin to funnel your whole essence, your whole creativity in a system that's designed to cripple you. God doesn't mind you being an author, being a musician, being an entrepreneur, being an engineer, being a dancer. He doesn't mind it. He just wants to make sure that you do those creative things in collaboration with him. There are so many people right now that wish they could have this moment now. Because a lot of people, some of y'all's parents, some of y'all's older uh, uh, um, associates, people that, that warn you throughout the days of your life, yo, man, you ain't going to get these days often. Next point, the period of youth, of your youth, is between 13 and 30. The period of youth, researchers say, is considered 13 to 30. Your habits during these years will determine how young you will feel beyond them. Between the ages of 13 and 30, that's your ripest time. When I crossed 30, I was like, man, when I hoop, I was like, man, I'm sore, sore. I get buckets though, but I'm like, I got to go to the tub. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I can't run 10 games like I used to at 20. I can get you about a good three or four, but I can't give you 10. And I realized when I crossed the threshold of 30, just how, even though I'm still young, yo, the body is changing. Your youth, the period of your youth is between 13 and 30. Your habits right now during these years will determine how young you will feel beyond them. Youth is energy. Feeling young is habit. What are you doing right now to ensure that you feel young at 33, at 43, at 55, to ensure that you're still vibrant for the vision of God for your life? The enemy wants to strip you of your youth so that you have nothing to offer God. So what he does is he utilizes this moment of youth to strip it so that about time you are 35, about time you are 40, you don't even have enough energy to, to fulfill the purpose that God has for you. 
Next point. If managed well, your youth, if, you, if managed well, your youth will either help you later or if managed poorly, your youth will haunt you later. I'm sure if you can go to your nearest individual whose life, their, their youth wasn't used well, they will warn you that right now I am so thankful and appreciative of the young Josh. I got picked on, yo. People picked on me. I had high water pants, I had a pink book bag, you know what I'm saying, I was poor. People talked about me, but I was so thankful that I had a mother that said, Josh, you're chosen. You're not called, son, you're chosen. My mom, when she was in, in, in the um, delivery room, she wasn't a Christian at the time. She said the Spirit of God told her in that room not to call. See, my dad's Nigerian, so my dad was going to give me some long Nigerian name. You know what I'm saying? He got the last two names. He got Ijike Eze, but he didn't take Joshua. You see what I'm saying? But the Spirit of God came and told my mom, don't call him whatever that name was. Call him Joshua, for he'll be a great leader. I'm so glad that my mom throughout my years would say, son, I know they're talking about you. I know that, that you're going through these seasons, but stay focused because there's going to come a time when those individuals who squandered their youth and talked about how you was focused during yours are going to wish they would maximize their life to ensure they have the life you have now. You have to ensure that you stay focused. Your youth is your youth. Don't sabotage your youth to compare yourself to someone who's wasting theirs. Okay, let's keep going. If managed well, your youth will help you later. If managed poorly, your youth will haunt you later. There are people right now who are haunted by their youth. That's why I said earlier, I'm so glad that the younger me wrote those books. I'm an author of six books, working on my seventh and eighth one, a creator of two card games, YouTube channel. I focused in my youth time. So that when I am 33 years old, I have 11 revenue streams, about to add two more. I don't got time to play. I'm not going to be here forever. We got to think generationally. We got to be able to say, okay, God, how should I maximize my youth? How can I ensure that I'm productive in this season so that I can eat the fruit of my productivity now? You heard of the analogy of the bamboo tree? The bamboo tree takes five years before it accelerates out the ground. Bamboo tree, five years, nobody even sees it, but the farmer knows the potential of that bamboo tree. And after the fifth year, that bamboo tree skyrockets to 90 feet. So don't worry about what people say because they don't see your, the fruit of your focus. Now stay faithful. Because when it's your season, you'll be 90 foot tall. Right now, you have a ton of zeal. Now, please hear me, I'm not being disrespectful. I've lived this. Right now you have a ton of zeal, but not a lot of wisdom. Knowledge is different than wisdom. We live in a generation where, man, my first cell phone wasn't until I was a freshman in college, man. You, uh, Facebook didn't start until 2004, my freshman year in college. So I didn't have the access that you have. But it's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is what you know to a certain ledge. Wisdom and application is what you do from that ledge. So a lot of you, you have a lot of zeal. You're like, yo, I'm going to be rich by 25. Don't you know I set those same goals too? <laughs> I said, God, you know, bet, I'm going to be rich by 20. And I was focused. 20 came. Daggum, God, where the bag? It was 25. I said, okay, 25. Then I said, okay, 28. And now I'm 33. I'm well off than when I was younger. But you got to understand that your God is the one that's orchestrating and guiding you to ensure that your youth is used well. Because you have a lot of zeal, 
but you haven't lived. That's why we as older people are not trying to keep you. The, 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 the boundaries of God is not keeping you from fun. They're protecting you from foolishness. So what happens is everybody's having fun right now, but fun has consequences. Consequences is whether you reap good or you reap bad for the choices that you make every day. Let's keep going. Smart people learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Smart people, man, it's cool you learn from your mistakes, but wise people are observing. This is the time of your life where you need to observe. Listen, man, I'm so glad that I was surrounded by a bunch of people that did stupid stuff, that I looked at their life, I was like, I ain't going to be that. I ain't going to do that because that's dumb. Smart people learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Next point. You must think about your 30s now. The thing I love about Jesus is that between the ages of 12 and 30, we know nothing of what he did. We don't know. We know he was a carpenter. We know he was about his father's business at 12. 12. How many of y'all are okay with being unknown between 12 and 30? We live in an era where we want to post our victories, but don't want to post our turnovers. We want to post our highlights, but we don't show all of our errors. Are you willing to be unknown for 12, between 12 and 30 years old? Because it was those, it was those years between 12 and 30 that ensured that he did more than all of us combined in three years. When is your moment to shine? Are you willing to be okay with your off-season preparing you for your post-season? My athletes, you know this. It's what you do in your off-season that determines your conditioning and how well you perform when it's post-season time. If you're eating honey buns, you're eating donuts, you're not, you don't got a sound diet, a solid diet, and you're out here wasting your life, you can't get mad when coach puts you on the bench because you're not conditioned enough to fulfill the championship season. It's okay for nobody to know what you're doing. Right now, I'm doing stuff that nobody knows. Because the more you let people know, the more people become nosy and then sabotage what you know. It's okay to build quietly. It's okay not to post on Instagram every day, three times a day. It's okay not to, uh, oh, well, this is what I'm about to do. This is what's going to happen. Nah, man. You got to be okay with being unknown because, Jesus, we have no record of what he was doing between 12 and 30. The third most valuable asset you have outside of God in your life are your choices. Use your, cho use your youth to create things that will create for you. The one thing that I'm jealous of y'all about, a righteous jealousy, <laughs> is <laughs> I wish I knew I was an author at your age. Because the money I make from these books, <laughs> I wish I got started earlier. The impact that I am doing in people's lives right now, someone is watching my YouTube channel in New Zealand, in Africa, down the street in Salisbury. They're watching because my life is not about me. My life is about two things. Well, three things, getting God glory, but these other two things, residual income, residual impact. That I got to create things that create for me. That at twice a month, I get deposits from Amazon. I get deposits from YouTube because of what young Josh did in his 20s. I know what it feels like to be face-to-face -face with what God wants you to do and feel inadequate. I stuttered when I was a young man. I couldn't put my words together. 
When I went to school, I was, I had, I was a smart kid, but I had helped my mom clean two offices and I didn't get home to 12 o'clock. And I, this is what happened. I get off school, go to practice here. After practice, go sweep floors, mop uh, uh, gyms and, and k- clean out trash cans. I mean, me and my mom didn't get home until 11.30, but I had to be on the bus at six. And God, you want to use me? Someone that by grades, by statistics, don't line up for what you purpose me for? I don't care what your grades are. I don't care what you're facing. You continue to fulfill what God wants you to do. Because the people that's trying to push you and pull you away from your purpose are the people that are not content with theirs. Use your youth to create things that were create for you. Next point, because I don't have that much time. Okay, okay, good. Everything you do now must be done with God in mind and for his glory. That's the beautiful thing that you have the opportunity in the midst of this chaotic climate that's this world system. You have the opportunity to make choices. You have the opportunity to say, God, okay, is this what you want me to do? Is this what you want me to focus on? Do you know how many people are heading to college choosing degrees that has nothing to do with their purpose? Don't get in debt don't pursue something if you don't even know who you are. I would prefer for you not to even go to college to first find out who you are so that you'll know what you're supposed to do. I have a lot of people that went to school, got degrees, and that thing is collecting dust to this day. You got to know who you are. I'm going to get ahead of myself. Let's keep going. The transition, evil days. The verse says, remember also your creator in the days of your youth. Before, before, keyword, before the evil days of, before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you say I have no pleasure. Let's transition. It's hard to be familiarized with someone or something you have forgotten. There are going to be some tough times that come. But you can't forget God. When it comes to God, we are poor weather friends. We only show up when it's raining. God, yo, man, I need you now. We, we so faithful when it's tough. <laughs> you got a bad report. You, 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 life is going crazy. Oh, you, you worship, you with God, but soon as you deliver, you forget him. God can care less about coming to him when times get tough. He wants to know, can you stay with him when times are good? I'm a living witness. You can't forget him. The Bible says in him that we live, move, and have our being. He's the reason why you nice. He's the reason why you dope. He's the reason why you creative. He's the reason. Nobody else. You ain't that dope without him. I realized that in my own life. I ain't that dope. When I was in that room, I t- every time before I speak, I say, Heavenly Father, look, man. I put in the work. But if you don't work through me, this thing is going to work for them. I need you. You desperately need him. Desperately. Like, I, like, like, that's why I'm like, I'm friends with God. When people talk crazy, on, on, that's why I got to stay off online sometimes. People talking crazy about God, I be wanting to jump in the comments. Don't talk about my God like that, yo. He too good, yo. You might not believe in him, but I know he's real. It's hard to be familiarized with someone or something you have forgotten. When tough times come or when good times come, you can't forget them. Many older people have no pleasure in their days due to how they performed during their youth. Their whole lives now is focused on erasing what happened during their youth, man. Don't spend the rest of your life trying to clean up decisions that you're making now. 
It's crazy how many people right now are spending the last 30 to 40 years of their life cleaning up what they did in their first 30. If you take care of your first 30, you don't have to worry about your latter 60. But so many people are utilizing their whole life now to erase what they did in their youth. Satan wants your youth to be full of vanity, premature and carnal pleasures, distractions and carelessness, so that your future will be full of consequences, condemnation, I add a word here, cleanup. Man, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people who are pursuing vain things right now. You know what vain means? It means pointless, it has no substance. Listen, man, like, it's cool. Like, I told, I'll be joking with God, I said, man, if I had nine lives, I'll, I'll give you at least two. <laughs> but since I have one, I have no choice but to give it to you. Do you not know that it's appointed for every man to die, not that the judgment of the worst part of that is not death, is meeting your maker face to face with your work undone? Do you know how awkward that conversation would be that you're standing before God and God looking at you and be like, huh? There could have been so much more that we could have done together. That's what motivates me. When I wake up in the morning, God, what you want me to do today? Because I want to die empty. I want to live full but die empty. I don't even want one half of a book left in me when I die. I want, to, I want to get to a place where I say, God, no, because I know why am I going to waste my efforts in a life that I only have what's promised 70 to 90 years? Eternity is too long to live life loosely. Eternity is too long to not be focused now. Because how do you not know that tomorrow God may call you? It's time to go. How do you not know that you only got 30 days left? What's that movie with um, time? You know, the time was on their wrist? Like, yo, I wish I had that. <laughs> but all of us have a certain amount of time left. <sighs> on your tombstone, there'll be three things. Your birth, a dash, and your death. How heavy is that dash? When I die, I want to make sure when people be like, you know, that dash may be small, but that thing is heavy. Josh lived. Josh left something here that, listen, I want to make sure that after I die, what I'm doing is still being calculated. I don't know if it's biblical or not, so please don't take this for, for, as for building faith. But I want that when I die, God can't judge me because he says your work is still calculating for you. Your books are still impacting people. Your videos are still impacting people. I want to make sure that when I die, God is like, yo, man, your work is still working. I don't want when you die, that's it. Y'all all right? All right, let's get to my last few points. And I only have uh, eight minutes. You said what? Time, that's right. Like, like, all of us have a certain amount of time left. That's why, that's why like, look, I, I got to stay focused because I only have a certain amount. Those who live as if tomorrow is promised procrastinate today. Those who live as if tomorrow is not promised, they're productive today. Tomorrow is one of the most distracting things in life. I'll do it tomorrow. But today is your present. Have you unwrapped it? Have you taken the time to unwrap the present that God has given you? And there's not one day in your life that God made the same. That's why he wants you to live your life with relationship as the focus. Let's keep going. How to maximize your youth. Y-O-U-T-H. A lot of points here, so I'm going to go through it real quickly. How 
to maximize your youth. Why? Get to know you. Get to know you. Everything that God wants you to be is already in you. It's already in you. I was an author when I was in my mother's womb. I was a speaker in my mother's womb. I was, everything that I'm doing now was already engrafted in me. I had hoop dreams, man, but that wasn't God's purpose for me. Don't get so distracted in pursuing what everyone else is telling you to do or pursuing things that, it's nothing wrong with being an athlete, there's nothing wrong with that, but you gotta make sure. What is life beyond that last dribble? What's life beyond that last pass? What's life beyond that last class? What's the life beyond that? Do I know who I am? Because those who know who they are stay focused. How to maximize your youth, you gotta get to know you. Next, you gotta get to know who you are in Christ and his purpose for your life. It's cool to get to know you, but you outside of him is nothing. You gotta get to know him because it's in him that you have the power. It's, him that, it's in him that you're able to be effective. Let's keep going. How to maximize your youth? You gotta learn how to rule your yearnings or desires. Humans have desires. You got to rule that. You got to have self-control. You got to say, you know what? I don't care what everybody else is doing. I'm going to be disciplined with my yearnings, my urges. Not all urges are urgent. What happens is we get so caught up in our urges that it, gets, it feels like urgency. Well, I got to do this with this person. I got to do that. Yo, that's, just because it's urges doesn't mean it needs to be dealt with urgently. Oh, how to maximize your youth? Empty out all toxicity, meaning vent. Man, you know what I mean? So many, people, so many people waste their youth because they haven't forgiven their dad, haven't forgiven their mom, haven't forgiven their auntie, haven't forgiven whoever harmed them. How many of us are wasting our youth or have wasted our youth because of what happened in our past? You got to empty out all that toxicity. You got to vent it out. You got to say, you know what? I survived it. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care if it's the grossest thing in earth. You survived it. But don't die because you're still thinking about it. Keep going. How to maximize your youth? You got to operate quietly. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing. Don't let people know what you're about to do. Everybody who's asking what you're doing ain't for you. They just want to see how close they can get into your life to sabotage what you're supposed to do. Build quietly and let what you build do the talking. Don't reveal publicly what God tells you privately. Let God do the talking for your life. Perfect. How to maximize your youth? You got to obey God, self-explanatory, and be observant. You got to obey him. You got to say, God, I'm with this. I'll do whatever you want me to do because you're enough for me. God is not something that you add to your life. He is your life. We look at God as an accessory. No, God ain't no chain. God ain't no bracelet. God ain't no tie. He's the whole outfit. He's the whole life. So what we do is, I got this, I got my boo, I got this, and I got God. No, I got God. It don't matter what you have, I have enough. If all you have is, with, if all you have is God, you have more than enough. How to maximize your youth? You, you got to understand the word of God for yourself. You got to know how to chop this word up for yourself. The best meals are cooked at home. Pastor who cooks a good meal, but you got to learn how to take that recipe at home and cook for yourself and know the word for yourself. How to maximize your youth? You gotta watch who and what you're standing under or around influences. Watch who you're standing under influences. You can't watch everything, you can't listen to everything. And everything with the Kanye stuff, everything with all this stuff, like I don't, I don't know Kanye's life, I don't know. 
But I know you got to make sure you can't get so intoxicated with what culture is doing that you become crippled by, by their dysfunction. Not talking about him. I'm talking about life. The music you listen to is deeper than music. It's deeper than the shows. Like the world is designed by the devil to distract you. Watch what influences you stand under. How to maximize your youth. T, you got to develop a transferable skill set. Meaning, can your skills transfer to any marketplace? I'm a speaker. I can take speaking anywhere. I'm an author. I can take words anywhere. It's a transferable skill. Basketball is cool, but when, it, when, it, when it's over, you can't really transfer those skills fully. Nothing wrong with that, but you got to make sure you're good at multiple things so they can transfer from basketball, from sports, from engineer to the real world. You got to develop a transferable skill set. Next, you got to take your time. Man, take your time. People want to be married by 23. People want a Bugatti by 25. Take your time. Money is cool, but money sucks if you can't manage it. How many people can afford a thing but can't afford the maintenance of the thing? Marriage got maintenance. Ministry got maintenance. Money got maintenance. You got it, but can you keep it? Next, you got to become a skilled and critical thinker. You got to master this mind. I, I can't go too deep on that because then I'll go 50 minutes. Next point, you got to trust God and his timing. Be content. God's timing is perfect. All those days I cried, I'm so thankful that he delayed because he delayed for my development. Last but not least, H, how to develop or how to maximize your youth. You got to develop good habits. Your habits will either hurt you or your habits will help you. Last, you got to remember that this is not your home. This ain't your home, man. Our earth is cool, earth is beautiful, but I got a place I'm going where I'm going to be forever. Last point, H, you got to show honor to everyone. Man, when I, listen, when I go to Whole Foods, man, they be giving me free stuff. I can't, it's, it's, I got so much favor in my life. If I go to Bojangles right now, the lady whose son that I looked out for in my elementary school, she always give me two pieces of biscuit and fries and be adding extra stuff in my meal. See, when you treat people right, people will treat you right. I want to be able to have so much favor in my life that no matter where I go, people are trying to look out for me. But if you're dishonorable, nobody ain't going to help you. Have you forgotten God? Have you forgotten him? The beautiful thing about this, he hasn't forgotten you. If he still got you on his mind, keep him on your mind. That's my time.